He's an expert at, at that. Now, I want you to think about a gift. You ever been given a gift? Think about a gift that you really enjoy, that you just love. You're just so like, wow, this is, this is an awesome gift here. I want to present to you a gift that I, that I have that God's given to me. Who can tell me what this is? It's an apple. But it's not just any kind of apple. It's a honey crisp apple. Honey crisp apple. And, you know, if, uh, if you were Theo, I mean, this might be a dragon fruit or something, right? You know, he loves dragon fruit. But this is my honey crisp apple that God gave to me. And God gives to us because he wants us, like him, to give to people, to bless other people so other people can enjoy what God has given to us. But sometimes the gifts that we're given, whether it's an apple or let's say money, sometimes we treat it like this. We look at it and we're like, oh, this is mine. This is my, this is my apple. This is a, mm, man, man, mm, 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 mm. honey. Mmm. Mmm. Chris. Mmm. Mmm. Chris. Honey. Mmm. Mm. Now, kids, don't talk with your mouth full, but. Oh, no. What did I just do? I ate some of it. I didn't even think about. Sharing it with others. I didn't even think about sharing it with God or with those around me. And sometimes we could treat the gifts that God gives us like this. And what we try to do after he's given it to us, we go, uh, here. Does anyone want this apple? Here. Okay, you're crazy. We try to give it back or we try to give our leftovers to God. So that's, that's the wrong way. That's the wrong way. So what we should be doing, God gives us another chance. Here's another apple. And not just any apple, but a honey crisp apple. And he goes, well, I want you to share it. Share it back first with me. Because God gives us all things. He owns everything. And then share it with others. So that others could be blessed by it as well. And so scripture we have, we read here this morning, 2 Corinthians. Once you get on the screen. Chapter 9, verse 6. Remember this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Whoever sows generously will also reap generously, right? We reap what we sow, generously, sparingly, but we will reap what we sow. Each of you, so that means no one's exempt from giving. Each of us, every member, every person is called to give what you have decided in your heart to give. That's where the motivation comes from, the heart. 
Compassion, gratitude for what we've been given, it should come from there. Not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you have, you will abound in every good work. God blesses us so we in turn can then bless others. And so let's consider that as we prepare to take our weekly offering here. So let's go to God in a word of prayer. Our Father, you are so good. Uh, you are absolutely uh, someone that we cannot keep to ourselves. The way, Father, that you generously give to us. And Father, we are blessed in immeasurable ways that we just need to sit down and, and see and open our eyes to. We will see how rich we are in you. And Father, we pray to excel in this grace of giving. That we will be a people that would look at what you've been given, what we've been given, and we would act accordingly, not under compulsion, reluctantly, but out of a cheerful heart, out of gratitude and compassion, we would give, and that each one of us would, that no one would be on the sidelines, but Father, this is directly coming from you, this is, this is your heart, this is why you bless us not to raise our standard of living, to raise our standard of giving. We love you, we thank you, and in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, amen. Um, now that I've had a little bit of time for the apple to digest just a bit, um, you know, we have something very special we're going to do here today. Uh, but before we do that, I want to go ahead and uh, recap a little bit as we close out today uh, the Treasure Principle series. And it's been very important that as a church, collectively, congregationally, uh, we've been speaking about this subject. Uh, you can imagine the last time we did was about uh, three or four years ago, 
And, and since then, uh, close to going towards the 400 marker, 400 people have been added to God's kingdom. And so that's a great thing. It's a good thing. Uh, but there's a lot of teaching to do when it comes to uh, this subject here of where our treasure is. And how to be wise stewards with what God has entrusted us with when it comes to our finances. So I need your little help here as I recap real quick the, uh, the treasure principles or the keys. And so I'm going to point to you and you tell me the number, okay? So for instance, uh, I'm going to say key number and I'll point to you and you got to follow along to see which one we're at, okay? So obviously we're going to start with the first one and then go all the way down to number six, okay? Are you guys ready? Okay, kids, are you ready? Okay, help me count, okay? Ready, key number Okay, God owns everything, and I am his money manager, okay? God owns everything, and we're just stewards of it. We're managing what he has given to us. And we got to first wrap our heads around that, and we don't own it, but God does. Key number my heart always goes where I put God's money. That order is important. It's not the other way around. It's where the heart will always go where the money goes, okay? Key number three. You guys are doing great. Heaven, not earth, is my home, okay? Heaven, everything we value, everything we, we trust in, everything that we look forward to, everything that's eternal, that's not temporary, that, that will last. It's all in heaven and not on earth. So heaven, not earth, is my home. Key number four. I should live not for the dot, but for the line. In other words, invest, invest in what's eternal. Invest in what's eternal. All right, next one. Key number five. Giving. Giving is the only antidote to materialism. You want to be freed from the chains of materialism. You want to not get caught up in con consumerism. Then we got to be givers. That's the only antidote and solution to that. And the last key here, number? Six. You guys did great. God prospers me not to, uh, to, to raise, not to raise my standard of living, but to raise my standard of giving, right? We get more. We're blessed with more. It's not so that we can get more but that we can give more. We can be generous with that. And so uh, today we've asked a few brothers and sisters to share what God has placed on their heart as we've covered the treasure principles here these last few weeks. The new convictions, the renewed convictions, the deepened convictions that our brothers and sisters have come away with uh, during our treasure principle time. And this is important because the treasure principle and, and talking about it, guys, this is not staff driven. This is not leadership uh, directed. This is God directed. And he wants us, each one of us, as faithful disciples to really embrace and have deep convictions about where our treasures lie. And so we're going to hear from... Uh, first up will be John Ashby, and then you'll hear from your sister Nicole English, and then Steve Wingard will come in and close us out here. So let's give our attention, our heart here. Uh, first up, our brother John Ashby.
have to raise my standard of giving. To kind of give you a background about me, I'm going to take you back a little bit, but part of what going through that reading, what drew my attention is about how I need to change my standard of giving because I, I realized I'm okay. I'm all right. I'm living okay. And it goes back to the point where Paul 